Hello and welcome. I'm Kiana Kablein, a student at Woodside Prairie, and this is the It's Okay to Not Be Okay podcast, the show where we discuss mental illness and hear the stories of many strong students. The goal of this podcast is to discuss mental illness and how it's exhibited in each person. I want to educate those who do not understand mental illness and how one can recognize mental illness within themselves and or others. I will discuss coping mechanisms that have helped me as well as others. Some of the topics discussed may be triggering. If this is something that you struggle with and you're unsure if you want to hear us talk about it, then I would be weary of that. We are going to be talking about some touchy subjects, but I think it would be helpful to hear our stories. By no means am I a medical professional. This is just advice and real life experience from high schoolers who are struggling themselves. If you do find yourself feeling triggered, here is the number of the crisis hotline. 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. Hello and welcome to this episode of It's Okay to Not Be Okay, where we will be discussing bipolar disorder. We will cover the different types, signs and symptoms, risk factors, and treatments and therapies. Unfortunately, we don't have any guest speakers today to share their experiences because bipolar disorder is not very common amongst teens. It is more common um, in adults 25 or older, but it is possible in children and teens. To start off, most people have emotional ups and downs from time to time, but if you have a brain condition called bipolar disorder, your feelings can reach abnormally highs and abnormal lows. Sometimes you may feel immensely excited or energetic. Other times you may find yourself sinking into a very deep, deep depression. Some of these emotional peaks and valleys can last for weeks or even months. The main difference between bipolar 1 and bipolar 2 disorder lies in the severity of the manic episodes um, caused by each type. A person with bipolar 1 will experience a full manic episode, while a person with bipolar 2 will experience only a hypomanic episode. A hypomanic episode means a period of the less severe. Um, It's less severe than the full manic episode. A person with bipolar 1 may or may not experience a major major depressive episode, while a person with bipolar 2 will experience a major depressive episode. You must have had at least one manic episode to be diagnosed with bipolar 1 disorder. A person with bipolar 1 disorder may or may not have a a major depressive episode, like I said. Um, The symptoms of manic episode may be so severe that one may require hospital care. Manic episodes are usually characterized by exceptional energy, restlessness, trouble concentrating, feelings of euphoria and extreme, extreme happiness, risky behaviors, and poor sleep. Symptoms of a manic episode tend to be so obvious and intrusive that there's little doubt that something is wrong. Bipolar 2 disorder involves a major depressive episode lasting at least two weeks and at least one hypomanic episode. People with bipolar 2 typically don't experience manic episodes as intense um, as bipolar 1 and often don't require hospitalization. Bipolar 2 is sometimes misdiagnosed as depression as depressive symptoms may be the major symptom at the time the person seeks medical attention. 
When there's no manic episode to suggest bipolar disorder, the depressive symptoms become the focus of the diagnosis. Many people are not aware of mania and what it means, so I would like to clarify that. Um, A manic episode is more than just a feeling of elation, high energy, or just being distracted. During a manic episode, the mania is so intense that it can interfere with your daily activities. It's difficult to redirect someone that is in a manic episode towards a calmer, more reasonable state. People who are in the manic phase of bipolar disorder can make very, very irrational decisions such as spending large amounts of money they cannot afford. They may also engage in very high-risk behaviors such as sexual indiscretions despite being in a committed relationship. An episode can't be officially deemed manic if it's caused by influences such as alcohol or drugs or other health conditions. Um, A hypomanic episode, the less severe manic episode, is a period of mania that is less severe. Um, Though less severe, it's very, yes, it's very less severe than um, a manic episode. But it is still an event in which your behaviors differ greatly from your normal state. The differences will be extreme enough to the people around you that they may notice that something is wrong. The depression that comes along with bipolar disorder has the same effects as major depression, and you can find those symptoms in my depression episode. Um, Bipolar disorder is not a very common illness. It only happens to about 2.6 of Americans, so scientists don't really know what causes bipolar disorder. Abnormal characteristics, uh, physical characteristics of the brain or an imbalance in certain brain chemicals may be among the causes, the main causes of bipolar disorder. As with many medical conditions, bipolar disorder tends to run in families. So if you have a parent or sibling with bipolar disorder, your risk for developing it is much higher than those who do not have a hereditary like gene. Um, the search it's um, people continue to search for the genes that may be responsible for bipolar disorder, but scientists and doctors are not fully aware of the causes yet. Researchers also believe that severe stress, drug, or alcohol abuse are severely upsetting experiences may trigger bipolar disorder. These experiences can include childhood abuse or the death of a loved one. To be diagnosed with bipolar disorder, you must go to a psychiatrist or other mental health professionals. When you go to the doctor, they may test you for other um, medical disorders to rule out any other medical conditions um, until they get to the conclusion of bipolar disorder. The saddest part of bipolar disorder is that it is a chronic condition, meaning that it lasts for a lifetime. But the condition is very treatable and the symptoms can be managed with combination of medication, therapy, and psychoeducation. Medications generally used to treat bipolar disorder include mood stabilizers and second-generation antipsychotics. Treatment plans may also include medications that target sleep or anxiety. Healthcare professionals often prescribe antidepressant medications to treat the, the depressive episodes in bipolar disorder, combining the antidepressant with a mood stabilizer to prevent a triggering manic episode. 
There's also psychotherapy, which is basically talk therapy. That can be a very effective part of a treatment plan for people with bipolar disorder. Psychotherapy is a term for a variety amount of variety of treatment techniques that aim to help a person identify and change troubling emotions, thoughts, and behaviors. It can provide support, education, and guidance to the people with bipolar disorder and their families. Treatments Treatment may include therapies such as cognitive behavioral therapy and psychoeducation, which are used to treat a variety of conditions. Electroconvulsive therapy is also an option. This is a brain stimulation procedure that can help people get relief from their severe symptoms of bipolar disorder. Non-medical treatments can include getting regular exercise and keeping a life chart where you can track your daily moods and treatments and sleep patterns. The risks of bipolar disorder are quite serious because the manic episodes fog your brain and you really are not thinking rationally. So people with bipolar disorder are at higher risk for substance use and people um, frequently use drugs and alcohol to self-medicate themselves. Nine people experiencing a manic episode are also increased risk for dangerous behaviors that lead to personal injury and maybe hospitalization. People with bipolar disorder are also at a higher risk of suicide, so it is very, very, very important to encourage loved ones to seek immediate treatment. Call a hotline or even go to the hospital if they experience um, suicidal thoughts. I'd like to mention... um, A lot of people don't really understand bipolar disorder because of the media. Like, people may, like, say they're bipolar because they were, like, sad one day and then the next day they were super happy, but that's just not how it works. The the mania and depression last for weeks or months, and I would just like to clarify that. Um, Just because you're sad doesn't mean you're depressed. And just because you're happy doesn't mean you're having a manic episode. Um, If any of you have seen the TV show Euphoria, um, the main character suffers from bipolar disorder. And I think it's a, from what I know about bipolar disorder, I feel like it is a very accurate representation of the mental illness because the main character does abuse drugs because they are trying to escape their depression and they isolate forever they refuse to leave their room even to go to the bathroom and they're completely miserable for weeks and she the main character did try to commit suicide but the mania shown in the show is very intense and it's risky behavior and it's it shows the irrational thinking that is possible with bipolar disorder. So I I would recommend watching it if you want to have entertainment and educate yourself. Coping with bipolar disorder is difficult and living with bipolar disorder can be very challenging, but there are ways to make it easier for yourself or a friend or a loved one. They should get treatment and stick to it. It is so important to stick to it. Recovery, they need to remember that recovery takes time and it is not easy, but treatment is the best way to start feeling better. If you 
are taking medicine and going to therapy, you need to keep going to those therapies and keep making appointments and you need to take your medicines as directed. You cannot abuse those medications. You should, someone with bipolar disorder should have structured activities to keep a routine for eating and sleeping to make sure that they have enough nutrients and are healthy. They need to learn to recognize their own mood swings and warning signs such as decreased sleep to help themselves. They need to ask for help when trying to stick for stick to a treatment because it is honestly so hard to like control yourself when you are in a manic or depressive episode. The de- if you want to know more about depression and the symptoms and risk factors and like just what happens when someone is majorly depressed, you should go to my depression episode. To continue, um, person with bipolar disorder needs to remember to be patient and improvement takes time. And there are so many social support systems that can help you, like chat rooms, meetings. There's so many things that you can do to help yourself. And lastly, you should really avoid misuse of alcohol and drugs because Looking at substances for temporary relief is not the way to go, as we mentioned in my depression episode as well. For family members of a loved one diagnosed with bipolar disorder, I strongly encourage your loved one to consult with their doctor about their concerns. Point out your observations about how the disorder may be affecting their daily life. If they are are experiencing delusions, hallucinations, or thoughts of suicide, then they should seek help immediately. There are many people and hotlines and support groups that want to help you, so take advantage of being offered help. It may save your life. You really know. You really don't know. Like, bipolar disorder is so unknown that you should seek help immediately if you have any of these feelings. Just know that you are not alone. You you like know that you are not suffering alone and there are so many other people that understand just how you're feeling and you should talk to them so that's all the time i have today thank you so much for joining me on my last episode of it's okay to not be okay